You're listening to the Calm and Cozy Insomnia Podcast, practical advice for insomniacs and bedtime thinkers. This is episode 27. I'm Beth Wyatt, your insomnia and stress management coach. I'm also an artist, avid crocheter, expert napper, and always willing to be a judge in the next county fair pickle contest. Today's episode is about essential oils for relaxation and sleep. I love this topic. Let's jump right in, shall we? My guest today is Carissa LaVere. She's a certified aromatherapist, and I'm excited that she's here because essential oils are a big part of my own evening ritual, and I'm a huge lavender oil fan, and I've been wanting to have a guest on the podcast who could who could go deeper into essential oils the way that I just can't. So, Carissa, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Can you give just a two-minute introduction into who you are and what you're doing? Okay. So like Beth said, my name is Carissa, and I am a Canadian girl, uh, raised most of my life in Manitoba. I married my childhood sweetheart, and we had three babies. And um, when he was 35 years old, he was diagnosed with brain cancer. And it was at that time that I started using stuff to help me sleep because I had a hard time sleeping. The stress level was so high. I just had a very, very hard time sleeping. During that time, I went to university and got my nursing degree so that I could best care for him. So he was, his prognosis was six months, but he lived eight and a half years to watch all of his kids graduate high school. So that was pretty special. Um, And then after he passed away, um, by that time, I was using a handful of over-the-counter medications to help me sleep. I could not sleep without them and I'd wake up so groggy and it would just affect how my day went. So I was searching for something different. And being a nurse, um, I was in this medical box that if it wasn't uh, coming from a pharmaceutical company, it wasn't worth my time. It wasn't worth exploring. However, I went kind of back to what my mom and my grandma were telling me um, about different things on using plants to help with our health and healing. And so I started this journey on looking at essential oils and what they all were. Um, And I had to find the science behind it because I'm a science girl. And so I had to find out the research behind essential oils. Do they work? How do they work? And then I would get essential oils from the health food store. And I'd read, you know, lavender could do this. But then my lavender said, like, not to ingest. And it would Mm -hmm. say all these things. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Like, my lavender that I got from the health food store just isn't cutting it. Mm -hmm. So there has to be essential oils out there that were better, for lack of a, of a different term. Um, and so I went on a rampage to find an essential oil that met my qualifications, that they were medicinal grade oils. And so I bit the bullet and got a starter kit from a company. And within about four days, my handful of medications to help me sleep was cut in half. Mm-hmm. And I just went down and down from there. And lavender is a mainstay in our house for rest and relaxation. And so that is one of the things that we use. But that's kind of how I got into using essential oils in our home. And then I started doing essential oils as a business. And I got my certification in aromatherapy. So then 
it's a pretty neat world out there. Essential oils are everywhere. And so for me, this is just part of my own personal journey, but I'm able to help people all over the world use essential oils safely and appropriately. Wow. So sorry, that's more than two minutes, but that's no. kind of leading into what uh, <laughs> what I do and, and, and my story with essential oils and my story with sleep. Yeah, that's a powerful story. Thank you for sharing all that. We could do an episode just on that. Sure, anytime. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, okay. I guess we'll we'll start with, you know, essential oils for like relaxation and soothing or like preparing for sleep. Okay, so your favorites, or I'm just going to let you, and I'll just sit here and listen. Sure, sure. So essential oils bring about a balance to the body. Um, they're not intended to cure anything or to Mm. treat anything or, and as a certified aromatherapist, I don't diagnose and I don't prescribe or anything like that. Essential oils bring about a balance. So for example, we can use essential oils to help with, uh, our stomach issues if we're going to the bathroom too much Mm. or if we're going to the bathroom not enough and we can use the same oil to help that. Mm. So it can help us just bring about a balance. And so When we use essential oils for calming and for soothing and for sleeping, we try and look for ones that are very grounding, very, uh, like there are certain ones like you you mentioned is lavender. That's our basic one that we Mm. use for sleep. I mean, it's in all the baby products. It's, you know, like Johnson Johnson knew what they were doing when they did lavender. Um, And so it's really calming and really soothing. And I will have to say that Essential oils work on the chemistry of the person. Mm-hmm. So I have a girlfriend who lavender actually makes her a little bit more excited instead of calming her down. And peppermint calms her down, whereas for most people, peppermint would boost up our mood. Mm-hmm. And so everybody is a little bit different on what works for them. And what I love, love, love about essential oils is if one oil doesn't work for you, there's probably... 10 others that might work for you. (laughs) And so we just have to experiment. And another thing with essential oils and we're using them in our bodies and specifically for sleep is that oftentimes it might take three or five exposures for that essential oil to work. So when I do teach people on using essential oils for sleep, I, you know, I say, give it, you know, a good five nights of using them for sleep. Often I'll get a phone call or a message the next day saying, oh my goodness, the first night it worked amazing. That's usually what I hear. But I always give that disclaimer, give it some time. The more exposures, the better. And essential oils too, uh, there's no side effects. Like the only side effect from using an essential oil to help you sleep is that you're going to sleep. Like that's the side effect. (laughs) Done. Yeah. And so it helps to calm us down. So we don't want to use those ones when we want to be alert and we want to be awake because the side effect will, might be grogginess, um, not grogginess as in we're feeling out of it, but just kind of like a really calm. Hmm. And so that's where for me, essential oils were different. I would wake up in the morning and I still wake up in the morning feeling refreshed and ready for my day instead of feeling that brain fog from having taken those things the night before, taking the medications the night before. And so there's, um, when you're using medicinal grade essential oils, Uh, There's no toxins, so you don't have to worry about what's happening in your liver or what's happening in your body. Um, And like I said, they can work really, really fast sometimes. Mm. So that's um, essential oils. Some other ones that I love using for sleep are cedarwood is a great one for sleeping. And the reason for that is these essential oils work in a different way in our brain than, say, the the pick-me-up ones like the mints or the citrus ones. 
These ones are really calming and really grounding. And so a great way to use essential oils for sleeping are like for me, we kind of do a sleep routine in the evening. And yes, I'm a Netflix girl. My husband's a Netflix <laughs> guy. And that's something like we kind of like, let's put the office on for an hour <laughs> so that our brains kind of calm right down right. so that the problems of the day, we can laugh at Michael Scott and his funny jokes, right? Yeah. Um, you know, that's a way for us to get our brains kind of away from our stressors and to think about nothing, just laughing, right. just being together. So then we'll put on a calming oil, like we'll put cedar wood on in the living room when we're watching Netflix or when we're just wanting to calm down before bed. Or I'll do maybe one drop of lavender in the diffuser for bedtime is, is pedigree. One thing with the essential oils, essential oils can come from various parts of the plant. And there's one plant that we use in our company that actually can produce three types of oils from the same plant. Hmm. So it's so it's called the bitter orange plant. And so it comes so you can get an essential oil from the fruit itself, from the orange itself, from the blossom, it's neroli. And then from the, the leaves and the bark and the stems, it's pedigree. And pedigree is one that um, is extremely grounding. Even just having a bottle in your purse during the day when you're feeling a little bit stressed and overwhelmed can just help to relieve those stressors very, very quickly. Mm. Another one that I like to use, vetiver, okay. is one that comes from the root of a grass-like plant. And the company that I work with, we get ours from Haiti, and that's where it comes from the best. And we do have a wonderful sourcing story from Haiti. But um, vetiver is one that if you put a drop on the bottom of your feet, um, within at least for me, within about 15 minutes, I'm out. So this <laughs> is where my, it's funny, in our bedtime routine is, you know, my husband might come cuddle up next to me and go like, hey, honey. And I'll be like, I've already got vetiver on. <laughs> There's no way. Okay, like tomorrow. Time's a ticking. You only have a few minutes left. I'm like, you should have told me that 10 minutes ago because I'm 10 minutes into my vetiver. Like, come on. It's awesome. So um, so some of those. And then some of the ones that we do use for those come-hither type of times are also (laughs) grounding ones. Okay. Um, So like ylang ylang and sandalwood are very much ones that we use um, in our – bedroom routine if we want to be a little bit amorous but they're also very very calming and what I uh, what I love about essential oils is one oil just doesn't do one thing Mm. for example ylang ylang is huge for people who have lost limbs and that pain that they get afterwards the phantom pain so it helps with the nerves and things like that ylang ylang is also amazing on your skin so Mm. it's just not um and for balancing out, uh, helping to balance out women's hormones. So it's not just something that, that um, you know, one oil will just do mm-hmm. one thing. Um, let's go back to lavender. Lavender is all things calming. So it calms our brains, but it also calms our skin. So for those of you who are also uh, here in Canada or even into the U.S. or wherever, um, sometimes we get prone to those nasty little flying critters that like to take chunks out of our skin when they land on you. Yes, they love me. Yes, <laughs> me too. So lavender not only helps to um, ward those ones away, but it also helps when we do have those chunks of skin taken out of us or those little bites. It helps to just relieve you know, itching and um, our skin irritations that way. So lavender is very soothing and very calming on the skin. Another thing that I like to do is to 
before bed um, when I can. And it's not every night, probably once a week. Is I'll have a nice long warm bath and I use my essential oils in my tub. And a safety measure for that is when you are using essential oils, um, mix them with some Epsom salts first. So have a cup of Epsom salts and then with a fork, just kind of mix in five or six drops of uh, medicinal grade oils. If you're using other kind of oils, you might need more drops than that, I'm not sure. But um, the oils that I use, I only need about five or six. And then that lasts me actually two baths. So while I'm getting ready for my bath, I'm letting the oil soak into the salts. And then when the water's pouring in, then I add half of that one cup. And I've got, so I've used two and a half drops in my bath. Oh, cool. And yeah, so for me, it lasts, it lasts a long time that way. My oils do last quite long because you're only using one or two drops per time. So it's, yeah, it goes a long way. I'm writing all this down because... I had you on here for me, not for anybody else. <laughs> I'm going to post it so everyone else can hear, but really it was for me and I'm making my notes. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I wanted to ask, I did um, an episode a few weeks back on snacks, what not to eat, what to eat before bed. And one of the things was that snacks either induce sleep or they give you energy. So it sounds a lot like essential oils are the same way like you have an oil that gives in, gives you energy or calms you is that am i on the right track yes yeah yeah okay yeah for sure and like i said every body is different every mm. body's chemistry is different right. so um what works for me might not work for you but chances are it will work for you as well so some of the ones that we do use for energy like for me in the winter i have a very hard time getting out of bed when it's still dark outside mm. that's me um i from yeah from wintertime sadness that's mm. my thing and so I have a bottle of peppermint beside my bed. Okay. So when I wake up in the morning, I grab that bottle of peppermint and I'm like, no, I don't want to get up. But I grab it and I put a drop in my hand and I rub my palms together and just inhale the aroma mm. of the peppermint. And that just awakens the happy sensors in the brain just to be like, we're awake, we're ready to go. Um, and when I'm working, when I'm doing things, I work from home. And so when I need to really concentrate content creation or something like that, I'll have my diffuser going with peppermint and wild orange. That's what we call our GSD blend or get okay. stuff done blend. Mm -hmm. Although I used to say the other word, but the get stuff done blend. <laughs> and bleep you uh, out. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't say it. <laughs> um, and so wild orange and peppermint together are huge for, for, for GSDing. Okay getting our stuff done. Whereas um, if you pair wild orange with lavender and say frankincense, it's very grounding, hmm. very calming. So now I want to calm my brain after having maybe a stressful day. Those three together in my diffuser is, is like a wave of calmness. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so we do use oils for that. I use oils throughout the day just to help with any kind of anxious moments or feelings of overwhelm. And I know when you're feeling overwhelmed throughout the day, then sometimes it's hard to sleep at night because our brains don't always want to shut off when we do, when our bodies do. And so using frankincense helps to really calm down our brain and to just to keep things, to keep those anxious moments in a bearable, bearable tone, a bearable level. And so uh, frankincense, I, I never am far from Frank. I've got one behind me. I've got one. <laughs> in my bedroom in my purse in my kitchen in my living room I have a bottle of Frank everywhere mm. because uh he's my best friend he hey really Frank is. I see him yeah. back there yeah. <laughs> you see him back there 
So, yeah. Um, I, I love um, eucalyptus and lavender. That's one that I diffuse often. That's okay. kind of my like calming evening thing. Is eucalyptus naturally a calming oil? So eucalyptus is one where it opens up our airways really oh, well. Okay. And so for you, um, you know how people, like we yawn when we start to get tired. Mm-hmm. That's usually because we need more oxygen. Like we're not breathing maybe well enough. And, and physiologically, by the time the day is almost done, um, sometimes our sinuses and things like that may be a little bit swollen from the things we breathed in during the day. Um, you know, that's why when we climb into bed at night and our partner makes those loud noises from his <laughs> mouth and nose, um, you know, because of all the congestion that's okay. happened from the day in, into like when we, especially when we lie down. So eucalyptus is a great one to open mm-hmm. up our airways. Um, the I, I have a respiratory blend that I use that has eucalyptus and ravensera and peppermint in it. And that's one that nine out of 10 people who do make those loud noises at night they don't anymore when they use this at night. So that's another way. I mean, with um, with my first husband, when he was sick and um, he had his cancer, it uh, one of the things that pressed on in his brain was his respiratory centers. And so he did, he snored very, very loud. <laughs> and so I couldn't sleep. And that was one of the reasons why. And I had to take that handful of things before, before I went to bed. Mm. And so for him, I wish I would have had essential oils. I wish I would have known about them or been exposed to them when he was around. But just knowing that, you know, I could have just put a drop under his nose, a drop under the bottoms of his big toes, and then the diffuser, and it probably would have opened up his airways well enough that he would have breathed better. better. And that's one thing with snoring, too, is people think it's kind of harmless, but it really isn't. So often then people who do snore, they wake up feeling groggy. They wake up not feeling rested. And so um, that's just something that if we're able to open up the airways so that people are getting the oxygen that they need for the night, they're going to feel better the next day. They're going to be more productive. It's just a a big cycle. Mm -hmm. And you know that from your own research and from your expertise is that if we don't sleep well at night, the next day is crappy. We probably then won't sleep well the night, the next night, then the next day is even crappier. Right. And it's just, it's a cycle. It is. You're, you know, napping for three hours to catch up on sleep, but now you can't get to sleep at night because you nap for too long. Or like exactly. the whole thing is a cycle. Um, yeah. You reminded me uh, when you're talking about respiratory oils in our house during our cold season, which mm-hmm. we're pretty lucky. I think maybe like once a year at the most We'll, we'll all get a cold and it'll last for about a week or so. And I just in the last year, I would say really got into essential oils that I actually bought myself this little carousel that sits on my dresser that has all the oil bottles in it. And I'm known as like, we j- kind of joke that I'm the witch doctor at home because <laughs> when someone has something that hurts or feels weird, they go, we'll ask Beth. She probably has an oil for that. And I made... I made my own vapor rub during our awesome. cold season with peppermint, uh, so oregano oil, eucalyptus, every fresh smelling thing <laughs> that I could find in it and then put it in coconut oil and yes. put it in a little container. And it, I was like making everybody rub it on their chest or I found I put it on my neck or a little under my nose and it was a huge difference at night. I felt like I came up with my own little Beth vapor rub. 
Well, that's awesome. <laughs> and, and that's something that I, that I teach in my practice mm. is it, like doing some things ourselves, like for you to make that cost pennies and it probably right. lasts your whole family. And the clincher is that it's toxin free. Right. So Vicks Vapor Rub, if you read the ingredients, not so great for us. But yet, I mean, when I grew up, my mom slathered me in it, right? Mm. You know what you know when you know it. And mm. so I'm really glad that we're able to have these conversations where we can educate people. Because when people are educated and informed, then they're empowered to make the decisions that are best for them. And if they don't know that they can make their own vapor rub that's toxin-free on and use it on their babies... Mm. like that's huge and that's what I do in my practice is just teach people and I teach people how to you know make their own household cleaners I teach people how to you know just for pennies a drop how you can help your health um like for example that peppermint we can use it to boost up our mood but with one drop we can also you know calm an irritated stomach and so an irritated digestive system so it's huge and we can also use one drop to get rid of that headache and so it's it's just huge that you can use a like peppermint I don't know about ten different ways for ten <laughs> different things like right off like everyday uses, um, but also it's maybe about for for the company that I work with that I um, it's probably about six or seven cents a drop, and so to uh, for me to use a drop of that for my headache instead of grabbing the stuff from my medicine cabinet mm. which might be not so great for my liver not so great for my body systems. And I can get rid of it, and it's gone. Um, for me, that's that's just huge. Mm. Hey, you! I've got to interrupt for one quick minute to tell you about this episode sponsor. If you're still waking up with neck or shoulder pain, it's probably time for a new pillow. Let me introduce you to Comfy Comfy Buckwheat Pillows. Comfy Comfy is family-run and has been in business for seven years. As someone who worked in my own family's business for years, I know how special it is when the whole family shares a passion and a mission. Comfy Comfy uses the highest quality buckwheat hulls grown in North America that have been cleaned without the use of chemicals and fumigants. Buckwheat hulls fit your body's unique shape, providing vital support for your head, neck, and shoulders. Calm and Cozy podcast listeners have been offered their own coupon code in either the comfycomfy.com or .ca website. Just enter the code COMCOZY, all one word, for a 10% discount. Go to comfycomfy.com, that's C-O-M-F-Y, C-O-M-F-Y dot com or .ca if you're in Canada and get your discount. And so another thing that I do in my practice is just just teach people too on choosing their oils and choosing the brands of the oils that they use. And so oils are everywhere nowadays. Mm -hmm. Like um, I haven't seen it yet at our dollar store, but somebody told me they did. And so dollar store, Walmart, I mean, Canadian Tire has fragrance oils, but people see oils and they think that they're essential oils. And uh, even the stuff at the health food store, the stuff that's just not cutting it. And so when I chose the oils that I wanted in my own home, I had to make sure that they were science-based, that um, for me it was really, really important that they source their oils from all over the world. Um, just because when we, when we grow plants where they're supposed to be grown, we're going to get the best benefit from them. Mm. I can grow lavender. I have lavender in my pot on my deck. Mm, um, that's if true. I want, yeah, and, and it's lovely and wonderful, and I'm mm. going to dry it for sashes and, you know, things like that and put them in cards and whatever. Yeah. However, if I'm going to distill it 
and use it medicinally, is it going to be the same potency as a lavender that's grown in Europe where lavender has come from? Like it won't be. Lavender's come has come from Europe. That's where it's supposed to be grown for the best therapeutic and medicinal grade. And so where the oils come from are extremely important. Mm. And then um, also we have to look at what are the what's the company doing for their science? So are they third party testing, which means are they having independent laboratories not employed by them? Um, test the oils before they actually be put onto the market. That's really, really important. And then for me, what really hit the nail on the head was what were those tests available to the general public? And so I had to know that I it wasn't proprietary information, but that it was available on a public website and available mm-hmm. accessible accessible to the general public. That was really important. Um, and so that those things were really huge criteria for me. And then for me also knowing that um, I was looking at a couple of different companies and the one that I ended up going with, A, source the oils from all over the world. They're the only company who does that. And then B, when they do source, they source two-thirds of those countries are developing countries that they source from. And so for me, I was wondering, how do they go in? Do they go in like big pharma? Like, do they own their own farms? But no, they partner with the local growers and local farmers. Mm. So for me, when I'm putting that drop of vetiver on my feet at night to help me sleep, in my mind, I'm saying thank you to the family (laughs) that harvested that vetiver for me. Mm. Like, just because I purchased that bottle and I'm using it for myself, doesn't mean that there's other people in the world who haven't benefited from that. And so mm-hmm. there's a family out there who is benefiting because I use that drop. And to me, that it's just really, really important. It's like good heart feeling mm-hmm. to know that it's not just a big consumerism thing. It's right. really, and so that's really important. And so I do teach people about how to choose the oils that are best for them, like even which company to go with, where to find them. So I do help people choose that or like help just give them decisions and give them options so that they can make the decisions that are best. Can I, can I ask a few things about that? I definitely want you to talk about the company that you work with because I know that, that it's a great company. Can you start with a few things that if someone is looking at a bottle, like let's say, I know when I started buying oils, it was like, I found one in, you know, the health food section of my grocery store and, you know, it's $10 and it's like, what a great deal. I can pick up a bunch of these. And then as I was learning more about them, you know, I learned not to buy it from the grocery store anymore. Um, <laughs> so what are little things? Cause I, I definitely want you to talk about the things that you look for, but what would be a main turnoff? Like as soon as you see this, don't buy it. Well, if I know that, for example, if I Um, look at a bottle of lemon essential oil Mm -hmm. and it says external use only do not Mm -hmm. ingest call Mm -hmm. poison control if ingested oh red flag because we (laughs) eat lemons all the time we squeeze lemons we you know yes um the lemons so the lemon essential oil is cold pressed from the rind it's not from the juice itself okay so but it's still like if you're looking at some things lavender can also be ingested and if it's Mm. telling you not to ingest lavender then there's something going on. And so um, that was a red flag for me. And so that's when I went to the health food store and I actually had like three different bottles of peppermint and they all said for external use only. 
And then I had a bottle of peppermint from the company that I chose to work with. And it was like, put a drop in your water to help your stomach ache. And I'm like, (laughs) well, how can I do that? So just to know that the science is backing behind it. And so if you can go to the health food store, I mean, and here's being an educated consumer. Mm. So uh, as a nurse, I know that things aren't always as they seem on our labels, right? You can go into a department store and go to the cleaning aisle and it will say green clean, 100% (laughs) natural on the bottle. And yet you look at the ingredients and you're like, that's not natural. Natural. <laughs> like, anything. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? I don't understand that. Um, and so, us as consumers have been cheated quite a bit with our labeling laws mm-hmm. in both Canada and the United States. Not only for essential oils, but for so many things in our in our grocery stores and our department stores. And so, essential oils are under the umbrella of cosmetics in both Canada and the United States. So that means that there is no testing. There's no regulations. A bottle could say 100% pure essential oil on the bottle, and it might have a hint of an essential oil in it. Oh. A hint, and the rest can be whatever it wants. It might say 100% pure essential oil on it. That hint of an essential oil is probably pure, and pure in the eyes of the government means no viruses or bacteria in that bottle. Oh. So. That's what pure means. And so as consumers, we have to be very educated. If we're using essential oils medicinally, then we have to be very educated to know what does that mean? What do the labels mean? Can you go to the health food store and even on your phone, Google that company and check out the third-party report on that bottle of lemon that you're holding in your hand? Mm that's really important. And so the company that I work with, they test batch by batch, lot by lot, Um, because every batch and every lot is different. So every bottle has a lot number on it and an expiration date on it. And so you can go to a public website, type in that lot number, and it will tell you which third-party scientist has signed off on it, and it will give you the markers to to say that it's um, chemically what it's supposed to be for therapeutic use. Okay. So, yeah. So that's really – so if a consumer wants to go into winners and buy (laughs) essential oil, please don't. (laughs) <laughs> we can. Is there any use for a cheaper oil? If we're putting them on our skin, mm. like for, say for massage, it is going into it's going internal. Mm-hmm. If we're putting it in a diffuser, and even if it says external use only, <laughs> aromatherapy use only, diffuser use only, whatever, and you're putting it in your diffuser and you're mm. breathing it in, you're breathing it in. Mm. You're going into your lung tissue. It's going very quickly into your bloodstream mm. because that's how our lungs work. It takes those fragrances in. I used to be the Ikea candle, scented candle queen. <laughs> like used, And then I started getting really, really sick and I started mm. wondering why. And I was looking at the toxins in my own home and the toxic level in my home just for my mm. cleaning products and for my scented things that I had in my home. With, with my essential oils, I've wiped that all out. I use, I make my own cleaning products that take me 30 seconds and cost me 30 cents and last two months and um, doesn't give me anxiety when I go to the department store and go, which one is not going to cause me cancer? <laughs> right. Um, and so, yeah, we have to be really careful as consumers and people don't quite understand that, yeah, what you're breathing in is going internal. Mm. It's going into your body. Now you make me want to throw out all my oils that are non-adjustable. 
<laughs> well, I um, my sister in law, uh, she's really into like she gets the um, the veggie capsules and like someone yeah. has the first sign of something, like one little cough in the house, and she's got her capsules out and she's putting her oils in. And so I know that she's always one with me that she'll say like, okay, I I know that that company sounds like they're good, but can you ingest them because you should probably shouldn't be buying it. So she's like my oil police. Yeah. <laughs> yay yay for sister-in-law <laughs> I know <laughs> and that's that's my thing too is if you can't if you can't ingest them mm. then not and um like I was showing you my cup of tea so right. in my tea I've, I've got a tea bag and mm-hmm. this is a um a tea that has lavender and rose in it but I mm. did put a drop of wild orange in it because okay. it's wild orange is the oil of abundance and it's also the oil of balance. And abundance doesn't mean financial abundance. It just means abundance opening up yourself <laughs> to what the universe has to offer you. And so wild orange is one that um, I love and I use I use it when I work. I, I live in a military town. And so mm-hmm. I work a lot with people who have mental health issues with their military experience. Mm-hmm. And so wild orange and frankincense are huge that I use for that. And so wild orange is one that if you're really stressed and overwhelmed, it brings you back to that center. And if you're feeling sad and, and low and, you know, really low, it brings you back up to that center as well. And so I, and it also is amazing for your digestive system. It helps your liver and your kidneys to work optimally. So I like to put that into my, my rose lavender tea. So <laughs> it's, uh, it just tastes amazing that way. And it's just helping to keep me balanced as we're chatting today. <laughs> so, <Perfect>. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm glad I'm not stressing you out. Have I asked you yet about your favorite evening ritual oil blend? Okay, so the one <laughs> that we use in the evening is um, we usually like to do a frankincense with a wild orange okay. or and maybe a drop of lavender. Not too much lavender in the evening before bed, okay. um, but just to just kind of calm us right down. Mm. I have different like I'm a I'm an experimentalist. Like I like to just try new things and just do that. Um, and so, but our favorite bedtime ones that we use in our diffuser for bed, lavender, pedigree, and cedar wood. Those are our favorite ones that we put into our diffuser for bed. And this our our evening routine is actually my husband is in charge of getting our bedtime diffuser ready, and that and he he loves taking that on. He's actually probably more or just as oil savvy as I am. And so he's amazing that way. And so he puts those three into the diffuser pretty much every night. And then I use a vetiver on the bottom of my feet to help me sleep. And he puts the respiratory blend on the bottom of his feet okay. so that he so that you can sleep. <laughs> yes. So he doesn't snore. And so that's what he does. And um, I mean, and I, I teach moms too, like, so there are guidelines that we follow with using essential oils with children because children aren't just little adults. They have their livers aren't as um, mature as ours. We have put things into our bodies like caffeine and alcohol and you know all those fun things into our bodies that our liver has had to process. It's pretty tough. But the babies and the children, we just want to be a little bit more gentle with them with using medicinal grade oils. So. Um, just even in the diffuser in a, in a child's room, we might only put one, maybe two drops of, of lavender, just plain lavender in um, to help them sleep. What I have done with young moms too is like they'll put a drop in their palms and just rub it on their children's 
pajamas or their bedding to help with that or even run it through their child's hair and uh, just a drop of lavender to just help calm calm little guy down before he goes to bed so um yeah so that's something that I do in my practice is teach all walks of life on how to use the oil safely and appropriately and and when I do teach people about oils it's not just a one-off thing I'm part of their oil journey as much as they need me to be so that's something that I that I offer for my clients and and it works <laughs> yeah well, you're they like having me around so you and your family are living proof that it works right you yes and that's I find too like everyone in the in the wellness industry as a whole we're in it and we're passionate about something because it worked for us like right. we struggled with something and we found a solution and now we want to share it with other people so how can people work with you how can they connect with you um, tell us too about the company that you work with and why you chose them. I mean, you pretty much have throughout this whole thing, but just to kind of like recap okay. what you love about this company. So I chose to use doTERRA essential oils in my practice. And the reason that I did was a, that they source their oils from almost 50 countries all over the world. Mm -hmm. The next leading company um, sources from about four or five. They grow most of theirs in the U.S., whereas um, doTERRA sources from all over the world. And like I said, two-thirds of those countries are developing countries. So they go in as partners, as families. And one thing that speaks to my heart as a woman um, and just as a human being is that when they go into these countries, they offer food, water, education, health services, safety measures, microloans. Sometimes that mom needs $50 for a sewing machine so she can help provide for her family while the dad's out in the field with the lavender, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, and so doTERRA is huge, um, has a huge heart, and they, they win awards every few months. They're winning another, you know, all these awards for their humanitarian efforts. So mm -hmm. to me, that's really important to work with a company that aligns with my own goals and my own life philosophy. Um, and also, they have their third-party testing. They're also science, very much science-based. And they're if they if oils are going to be found in hospitals or healthcare facilities, chances are they are going to be DoTerra mm. because of the medical backing behind them. So to me, that's really important. And they broke ground last year on the world's first ever integrated healthcare center where it's going to be almost like a hospital with um, Western medicine, acupuncture, midwives, um, essential oils, of course, but all modalities of all sorts of healthcare modalities with that. So that's pretty innovative for them to do that. So as a nurse, to me, that <laughs> spoke volumes. Um, also, the education piece, just like I'm doing now, um, the company isn't based on one-time deals or one-time exposures, we want to build relationships with our people, our clients. And so we have a huge education component. So I feel like I'm, my, I'm an educator. I'm not a salesperson. I'm, mm. I'm an educator. I educate people so that they're informed and then they're empowered to make the decisions that are best for them and their families. And that's what I do and I love it. And I love being able to offer them a product as pure and as clean as what I what I can in doTERRA and so how people can reach me is I am on Facebook you can find me just person on my personal page on Carissa Laver, but also life pure simple okay. is my my business page on Facebook and also Instagram
I want to make sure that people know how to spell your name. C-O-R-I-S-S-A-L-E-V-A-I-R. You have a freebie as well. I do right? have a freebie. Okay. So if... We love freebies. Yes. So my my email is carissalevere at gmail.com. Okay. Send me an email and I will send you my free little PDF on sleeping well with essential oils. How to rock your day because you've slept well with essential oils. So that's <laughs> kind of um, my freebie to you. That's just cool. for, yeah. I'm going to send you an email as soon as we hang up. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Just to continue with my whole mission of having you on here just for me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And if anyone is curious, too, about getting oils in their home, like I said, I do consults one-on-one over Facebook uh, video, Facebook uh, Messenger video, or other online video chat formats. And so I teach people all over the world how to use oils and how to get them in their home and that's what I do. So if anybody is curious to learn a little bit more, then let me know. So what, what I usually do in a one-on-one consult is we go over your health goals and concerns, what's really important to you about your health mm-hmm. and about your health, the health of your family. And then I'll talk about some of the more popular oils that would address what you've told me. My part takes about half hour. You don't have to buy anything, but if there is something you like, I can help you get it at the best price. Mm-hmm. That's great. Thank you so much for helping us. You're welcome. <laughs> An enormous thank you to Carissa Lavere for being my guest and for teaching me so many things about essential oils. This has been the Common Cozy Insomnia Podcast. If you haven't yet, check out my other Common Cozy podcast, Grown Up Bedtime Stories, which is basically me reading things over a soundtrack. Yes, it sounds weird, and yes, people like weird. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to tip your waitress. Until next time, sleep well and stay cozy. And to my mom, who listens to my podcast every night as she falls asleep, good night, mama.